you look at it, we're spending a lot of time in our heads and, and figuring out who's out to get us. And, see, oh, and we're live. Are and we? we're figuring out who it is. Are we? We are. I snuck oh, up on live? you. Oh, we're live? Okay, okay, I cool. I snuck up bet, on you. Bet, I did. Bet. So I can, I, can, I can work this I, thought I out did. live. So, okay. one of the things we're talking about, so congested is the topic today. Yes. Your head's so full that things don't come out right. Things don't come out right. Now, this may be a reference to the fact that my head feels very congested and it's full. <laughs> it's very full right now. But, I mean, if you, the, the picture up for, it's Thich Nhat Hanh talking about we're trying to get over the illusion of being separate. Mm. The illusion of separation. Yeah, that we're all connected whether we want to be or not. That's my endless feeling, and so it's like, ugh. Well, that's the annoying bit, is that we have to get used to the fact that we're all closer than we think. I, I don't find it, I find it delightful. That's why, the thing that confuses me is, yes, many people react like, oh my, now I have to deal with the rest of the world, and I'm like, oh my, what cool people. Right? And, like, so, we started off the day talking, you and I were talking a little bit about the realities of being Ukrainian and whether there were other problems with the outlook inside the country. Mm. That those of you following may have heard that there's a border dispute at the Polish border about who's allowed to be Ukrainian. Which, by the way, they said that they were treated very nicely once they got across the border by the Polish, so it wasn't a, So it wasn't the Polish it side. It wasn't the Polish side. So the hard part is... I, 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 no, 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 I know. Yeah. What, what we're talking yeah. about is there's some suggestion of some racism in the Ukrainian government. Yeah. Not necessarily, I mean, I've heard some bad things about Zelensky, too. Everybody's, it's weird the way bad stuff's coming out of the woodwork, and I have trouble not, and this is my own paranoia at this point, my trouble is not seeing Russian operatives spreading that. I would want, that's... I will say, I will say 100% that the claims that I've heard, uh -huh. what it makes me think is not that it's... It doesn't make me think that what the Russians are doing here is any less terrible. Right, exactly. You know, it doesn't It doesn't make me think, okay, the Russian that... Oh, well, those yeah, are bad people. That, it doesn't make me think that at all. It just makes me think, okay, things are more complicated than they seem. Always. You know, like... It, it, well, I guess my point was... The only answer, so we were trying to figure out how do you get people over that? Mm. How do you get people over this? Their head is full of all this crap. They're congested. Yeah. They snot all over everything they touch. <laughs> I don't know. I may be, okay. I'm, I may be taking my cold okay. too far. It's okay. It's okay. I, 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 can, I can reel it back in. Okay. okay. I'm going to read a quote. Give us a little Anne Frank. The question is very understandable, but no one has found... A satisfactory answer to it yet so far. Yes. Why do we make... Okay. Why do they still make still more gigantic planes, still heavier bombs, and at the same time prefabricated houses for reconstruction? Why should millions be spent daily on the war, and yet not a single penny is available for medical services, artists, or for poor people? Why do some people have to starve while there are still surpluses rotting in other parts of the world? Oh, why are people so crazy? Well, it's hard to not look at the fact that Russia is spending billions of dollars a day on this. 
millions, whatever. I don't know what the right. I I've given up on MBs and Ts or whatever anymore. You can't tell what's what. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. More than I have. You stacked your M's and now you can't pay rent because M's don't mean anything anymore. Right. Uh. That. Such a waste of money. Yeah. Endlessly, this fighting over these imaginary lines. And I'm telling you, on both sides of any of those imaginary lines are people. Just people. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there aren't assholes in amongst. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people on this planet are just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Did you know, I read the average salary of 50% of the people in Yemen. Do you remember what it was? The average salary of 50% of the people in Yemen. Yeah, per day. I believe it was per day. Per day? Per day, it's big money. Two bucks. It's we about $14 are... a week. No, it's 10. You know, you're taking any days off? Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so there's also, then you have to start looking so at cost of living. Yeah, it, it changes relative to cost of living and everything else. The point is, though, that. It's such a slow process that the way we're doing the level, the world, okay, world economies will eventually level out. Our economies of a size, no, the global economy is so big, it really, it will. So what happens is we go somewhere, we build stuff cheap for a while, the wages go up, we build stuff somewhere else. Slowly but surely that raises the wages everywhere. Hopefully eventually you're making something in Yemen, I don't know what you're going to make in Yemen. But... The point is that it takes so long. Mm. Why why are we incapable of going, wait a minute, we have people sitting on hordes of wealth. Right. I'm not looking for people on hordes of wealth to just, I don't even know what the right answer is. I keep thinking if more and more people meet more and more people, more and more people will care. Mm-hmm. I understand the idea of some of the stuff that the, the the hyper-wealthy are interested in. I mean, I get the idea of space travel. I'm excited about that. But the, if any of these people, mm-hmm. the amount I can get done with 1B is life-changing to the planet, yet somehow it doesn't... I'll be honest, I don't know how much I could get done with the billion. I really don't. The only reason I say that is because, like, I wonder how many people there are out there that have the money and right. have sat on this thought and actually tried to figure out, okay, how do I use this money to help other people? Well, the Gates Foundation And I'm is... wondering... Go ahead. How, like, how... Because even the way that we help people is messed up. Yes and no. Let me, okay, I so let's, say, let's, let's, well, no, that's, that's a generic statement about everybody, though. That can't, no, I you can't don't, just I don't go. Mean, I just mean that, like, okay. the, amount of to, the amount of times I've come across a foundation that wasn't actually giving money to the people it was saying it was giving money to that's the problem. is so befuddling to me. Like, there, okay, so, but, okay, let me explain that math and why, okay, let's take the most commonly, let's talk about the pink ribbons. Everybody talks about. Oh, I know about that one. Yeah. Well, no, everybody talks about it for a very specific reason. They talk about the small percentage that actually goes towards. Yeah. But they still give more money to cancer research than anybody else. I get that. Well, not only that. Yeah. 
But their argument is... So the only reason we're able to bring so bring in so much is... Because beyond of that. Okay. That it raises awareness and has people thinking about it every day. Right. Which actually probably has a higher impact on breast cancer than the money they're spending on research. No, I can understand that. So there's something to be said for, oh, we have people thinking about this, they'll check. There's definitely something to be said for that argument. I understand that. Um, so it's... It's they mean well. Yes. Under, understand that people inside of those thoughts that where we go, oh I my only, God, they're not giving any money. I only to wonder. I only wonder how much of how much of what we do is there a better way to do? And I constantly uh, noodle on that. I constantly noodle on well, that. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't mean that to say that we're not doing good things now because I, I definitely. I get think you. There's a lot of good going on around the world. There's but a lot why of, do we ignore it, best practices? Exactly. Why, why, why can't we shift our thinking just a little bit? I don't, I don't know. It's well, it, it because, so I think with humans, the problem is creative bias. I thought it, so it's right. right. Uh, so in other words, I figured out this whole thing in my head and whether or not it's real, this is what I'm coming with because I have a better idea. It's, so I, I almost pointed this out to somebody the other day because we were having a debate about compassion and whether or not I'm a bad person. Uh, not that that was what they were saying, but that was how it felt. That the reality is Buddha was an 18-year-old pissed off kid that left because he felt they didn't know. Mm. To go figure shit out. Mm. He wasn't following. Like, so as much as there are these people that point out all these three thousand year old rituals. Right. They're denying he the was, reality. He was he was kind of going against all that. Well, no, and and actually specifically says he's turning to, away from all that. I says think. you have to question everything yeah. over and over again. Yeah. He says to question him. Yes. Yes. But then you have people representing. Yeah. Going, it's wrong to question. I and don't you're like. I don't ever want it to come across like I I have better ideas or that I think I know what's best. I just always feel like there's a better way to do something. Well, I, I always feel that way. And the problem is, with all of these masks on, and we agree to whatever stupid ideas we've all agreed are right, right, instead of having a conversation. About what could possibly be better. I, instead of arguing over how my answer isn't right and how your answer isn't right, why don't we try and figure out what is the right answer? Why don't we try and test the answers and see which one's right? Or that. Yes. Yes. That's even better. Because the downfall lately has been a, well, no, you don't Why know don't nothing. Why don't we pick one and then figure out if the answer, if this is right. If it's not right, let's go with the other one. If that's well, not right, let's figure out something else. I think the problem is over and over again, what you run into is that cognitive dissonance. This new truth won't let me allow to continue to believe the things I believe. So, it can't be true. It doesn't fit your worldview. Mm -hmm. Changing your worldview is a very hard thing to do. Especially when, especially when one thing can so quickly, like, cause so much doubt in your head. Yeah. Well, I, okay, so there's another one I put up regularly. I think regularly. It's been up a few times. The first revolution starts when you change your mind. Yeah, I saw that. But it's true. Yeah. That the place that has to start is internal. That the, the whole 
how do you get over people not liking each other? I think it's they have to learn to like themselves. So that if you like yourself, you're not as threatened. If you're compassionate to yourself, you're not constantly threatened. If you're not, you know, I, I see these people constantly worried that somebody's going to take something from them. No things are permanent. All things pass. Okay. Yeah. They're attached to these... And meanwhile, I'm supposed to be attached to a lot of it. I'm supposed to somehow be attached to all this crap and make something happen. Well, when it all seems ridiculous to me. The thing is, I've always... I've always felt like I have to stay unattached but aware. Like, it's the reason that I keep going back to... Every once in a while, I'll watch the news and I'll, I'll read stuff and I'll try and figure out what's going on in the world for real. Like, I'll actually do deep dives. And every single time, I have to, I have to stop myself as soon as I get attached. Because as soon as I get attached to this is the answer, I start, like, I start, like, getting so angry with everyone else because they don't see the answer. And the problem is, I have to remember... I have to be unattached from this is the answer. I have to be aware of what's going on. I have to be aware of the problem. I have to figure out what's going on. But I can't keep trying to figure out. No, not not saying I can't keep trying to figure out. I just mean I can't keep. I can't keep narrowing myself to there being one answer. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. That you have to assume everybody has an explanation, at least in their head for how they feel. Right. So what happens is when I look out and see all these things we're talking about, what I see is... So when I say what I see is suffering in the world, I mean both sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. So when I see the people lashing out, I know that that's from suffering. When mm-hmm. I see the people struggling, I, they're suffering. You know what right. I mean? Right, they're suffering going the, on all I over, think all over the place. It def- it's, def- it's a single... I don't think there's a bunch of different things. I think we dissect things into a million different flavors. Oh, yeah, of course. And whether I see, you know, the beaten three-legged KGB dog backed into a corner, and as much as you have to put the dog down for its sake, mm-hmm. I see that that scared, pathetic little dog former KGB, three legs backed into the corner, reacting the only way he knows how. Well, it's... it's Reacting as... But but do you follow me? Mm-hmm. That I'm, and I'm not trying to... So I'm trying to paint a picture that is compassionate. Mm-hmm. That isn't defining Vladimir Putin just as the evil he does, but as the evil that caused him to do it. Mm-hmm. That there's a circle here. There's a piece, there's a circle we desperately need to break mm-hmm. of rubbing people's faces in it. Was it, was it, uh, was it Loudermilk that we were watching when they were like, um, I look at you and I don't get mad at you. Like, I look at the things you do and I don't get mad at you. I get mad at the people that hurt you or something. Yeah. Something like that. But it's true. It's true. So the hardest part is when I see people, what I see is their struggle. Mm-hmm. I find people who deny their struggle are probably struggling the most. Right. 
that, oh, it's just all rosy. Uh, okay, sure, I'll buy into it. But I don't find that in general to be true. And But when I see that, I don't see that as... I see that as defining a symptom of our situation. When I when I feel good, I try to I try to preface that by saying I feel good right now. Right. Or it wouldn't do be prefaced. It would be it would be to end it. Like I feel good right now. Yeah. Um. Not really. I actually feel kind of weird right now. No. My but, my question was. <laughs> but I think you should do the same thing for when you feel bad too. I I know that's where you were going. That is where I'm going. But. Uh, <laughs> this too shall pass. I think you should you should do the same thing when you feel bad. Like I feel bad right now. Or I feel good right now, um, and not be attached to either. Try not to. Well, that they pass. Yeah. The hard, the, the reason you get there, especially us, um, we have a history of yeah. mental disorders and whatnot. <laughs> red rum, red rum. What? No, um, <laughs> and but no, that to some, I think we're very aware of that. I think you get more. I think because we question ourselves, we get more aware that I'm. I feel good right now, but we don't ever think to question whether or not us feeling bad is for right now as well. Well, so At least what, I do. one of the things I've suggested is that part of the reason there are so many people like us in these group, these compassionate groups, these Buddhist groups or whatever, is that it's far easier for us to A, accept that we don't have control. Okay, like, because we don't. Yeah, we don't. That we have to, and B, accept that things will pass. Mm -hmm. Because we had to accept that bad things would pass. And that, but that meant we had to accept that each day, that there's a, there are pieces of this historic thing that we've tried, that, you know, whether you look at Buddhism as a faith or as a, a teaching, whatever, that mm -hmm. all relates. Yeah. And so there's something to be said for you're kind of more in touch with that well, piece. My thought, my thought is that when you've been through a roller coaster of life, mm -hmm. and I say that specifically because I, I do think that there are some people that have had like fairly stable lives. Not to say that they haven't gone through anything, but um, I think that when your life is very tumultuous, it can be very easy to get used to the tumultuous nature of life. Mm. And it can be very easy to get used to the idea that I feel good at this moment, or I feel bad at this moment. And you have to get very, very comfortable with that very, very quickly. So yeah. I think it's it's an internalized lesson to me. Mm -hmm. um, I will say, because I'm often in my head and the dark moments seem to last forever, it can be easy to forget that the dark moments aren't going to pass. That's the piece that I constantly find Oh yeah, is hard to see, is that the dark moments are going to pass. The most recent one, I was a little bit better at, at figuring out, okay, this is, this is here temporarily. This isn't, this isn't how this we're going to feel. This isn't permanent, right, right. right. Um, but it was, it was hard to get there just because of the fact that usually when the bad moments were there, I was, couldn't see anything else. It was all dark. It was, your head's like congested with it all. Yeah, all the it was, thoughts, all the everything's going on at once, and it's and it, my opinion literally my, is like a brain cold. My opinion of the world is that we're very congested, just like the the Anne Frank quote said. We use so much on fighting each other and on how to be negative, mm -hmm. 
and we don't use enough on how to be positive and how to be better and how to help people we don't use enough on that and it's very much it's very much everyone is trying to figure out a way to get one over on someone else as opposed to trying to figure out how to live your life comfortably and how to help other people maybe live their life comfortably. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's that person who keeps bringing up that they hate their manager. Dude, you have to work with them. I'm sorry that you don't like your manager, okay? Like, figure it well, out, man. It's like, not, well, sometimes it becomes, I, I think know. it becomes, we start to see people above us as the man. Yeah. In the end, that's just another guy doing his job and somebody's telling him well, what he's I, supposed I'll to do. I'll tell you what, the first day I got a new manager, I was complaining. I was that guy. I was I was that guy that was like, oh, I don't really like the manager. He blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, dude, you're that guy. Stop it. <laughs> like, you have to work with them. Why are you Why are you trying to cause stuff? Like, Even when people were jerks, I tried to still tell jokes because I can't do that for day after day. I can't do it forever, no. I, I had a guy that would just do that. He would do the silent treatment, and he would do, I mean, just childish crap. I was that kid who would come into school and say, today's the day. I'm not going to talk to nobody, and I'm going to see who talks to me. I'm going to see who really likes me, who's really who's really. Let me friend. give him a test. I guarantee you by lunch I was laughing it up, talking to everybody. Well, the Because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't well, do it. Um, people get stuck in that I'm going to test people thing. Yeah. I'll tell you a secret. If you don't communicate, you have no right to your resentment. That's a good point, yeah. That's my biggest issue with people. Don't resent after the fact. Yeah. Don't keep your mouth shut. Never void, never stand up for your boundaries or what you need, and then blame the other people for this crap that you never said. And then go off, like fully go off, and then not realize, oh, oh snap, I didn't, I didn't say anything about that. All right. Well, yeah, that I, yeah, yeah, the, the idea of resenting things people do, but they don't know. Well, the reason I would think like that is because oftentimes I was very, very afraid that people didn't really like me. And that was that was my main fear. And and then I had to realize, okay, if you're having fun, just have fun. Don't worry about whether or not people like you. Stop worrying about that. You well, can't keep worrying about it. I'll tell you a secret. The other people don't spend as much time worrying about whether or not they like you as they do worrying about whether or not you like them. Right. Their thoughts are there. And the, that's what's interesting about watching global politics, because that's part of the game. It's like watching little kids. Mm -hmm. It's like watching 12-year-olds fighting over a kickball. Like, one of my big pushes has been the idea that evolutionarily, we give ourselves far too much credit. We've maybe reached puberty as a species. If you look around at the behavior of countries, you will realize that their behavior is the behavior we only accept from people that aren't old enough to make adult decisions yet. That's it, so yeah. We see tantruming. We see throwing stuff. We see beating up the people you don't get along with. This is a middle school playground. This is children. This is, when I watch the news and you see the guys being huffy puffy, uh, elect me, elect me. I look at them and they literally look like the idiot. I, I know who they are. I recognize those idiots. They're sure they know something. I should run for something. They're not. They're not moving around in a way that says, 
You know what I mean? I, I appreciate... We got it wrong. Normalize Stuart David, 2024. John Stewart, Larry David for president. Uh. <laughs> well, I like... Okay, so John Stewart will give it to us straight. Um. I would appreciate if he came back and just... just as president started doing a half-hour show again every night. <laughs> <Start> <laughs> the presidential show or something. The, the, the White House like show, yeah, White something House like show, that. Yeah, something live like, from the White House. Live from the White House. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Do a live Saturday night live show from the White House. That'd be kind of funny. That'd be pretty fire. Yeah. But the point is, somebody will call out both sides. And I promise. That was one thing I really loved about Jon Stewart is that every time I watched his show, I didn't feel like he was pushing on one side. I felt like he was like, you're stupid and you're stupid. You guys are both being a little silly right now. Well, and then Larry okay? David is in the Senate with a deciding vote. <laughs> Just complaining about what everybody's doing. <laughs> you know? Just Costanza in the hell out of it. <laughs> Who's... Is that George Costanza? George Costanza. Costanza? The, the, the Larry, is that who plays it? Huh? No, George Costanza is from Seinfeld, but okay. plays the character that's based for based, based on, on Larry Larry's... David. Okay, okay, okay. Now, if you okay. have Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry is just Larry. Okay. But my point being, oh, sorry, folks, today is wiping me out. <laughs> um, my point is, we actually need people that don't take it so serious. 100%. The, no, I literally have a friend excited about the end of the fucking world. Because, oh joy. Revelations. All the Christians are... I, I, that's, as, I, that's just as bad. I don't mean all the Christians. A number of the Christian groups that I've talked to or things I've seen posted. Mm. Man, it's all fire and brimstone. They want to do end of, end of days. Bad. I don't think that even. I know this isn't popular. I don't think that part of the Bible is even right. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that piece. Yeah. No, honest. no. I I think. I don't you, know who. I don't remember who wrote that. I think when the Christians get past the Christ part, they go off the rails. They go off the friggin' rails. I had somebody quoting the letter from Jude. No, I'm and, telling you. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so this letter is literally a letter where some people didn't like. You know weren't nice enough to him where he was preaching and they preached some things he didn't agree with. Literally being given to me as scripture is the idea of the fire and brimstone from the early testament that is the part Christ said, no, we're not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. Why are Christians obsessed with that? Well, the thing is, the revelation stuff that they talk about, that that fits almost every single decade. There well, no, is. not decade. Or time. Yeah, there's like every, every every single time period that there is that fits. Everybody is always sure they are living in the end of days. Well, well, and the, and the funny thing is, yeah, if you watch the teachings in the Bible, even the first part, not the first part of the Old Testament, the first part of the New Testament, they're they're all pretty sure they're getting ready to go, and mm, I'm just here, man. I I don't even understand the con. If, tomo if tomorrow the world ended, mm -hmm. the only question is that I do the best I could here. I, I don't that, have a I'll way say to. One hundred percent. The only time I've ever like had this much uncertainty about whether or not the world was going to end was probably like 
like the first week when Trump got elected. Eh, you know, this, but, is, this is old school stuff. We used to go down into the basement at the school and hide from the nukes. Really? That was a thing in the, the 70s and 80s, yeah. yeah so, my, my mom told me about that a little bit. So, I mean, in the end, maybe I'm more used to the idea the end of the world is around the corner. They've been telling me that since I was a kid. Literally, they, they have a, an end of time clock. It's where they're funny. Like, it's, it's always the last minute. It's always the last it's minute. It's funny because I have, I have a whole video of, like, <laughs> this, this kid was clearly in middle school. I'm recording myself. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's, it's over. It's over. Trump just got elected. North Korea is going to bomb us, man. It's all over. I was like, I was like so naive. Because <laughs> I, I just thought it was over. I thought it was over. I was like, for sure, it's done. You know? I do get that. But. God, I'm so sorry, people. I keep snorting it near the mic, and I don't mean okay. to. That's got to be a dis the most disgusting noise on the face of the planet. Congested, as they say. But that's kind of, you can feel Sony it in the show. always very satisfied. That when, when we get, we're at a moment, it's also Wednesday, by the way. A good day for congested. It feels, Wednesdays feel that way. It's like you're not this far, and there's that, and there's like end of the week and start of the week, but Wednesday, it's like, oh, I'm in the week. Now you can see the end of the week. It's just a ways away. No, I don't. No, what I mean is, there's, <laughs> a, a, there's a jumble in the middle. Yeah. The congested aspect, if you will. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that we're a little congested with all the stuff going on in the world, going on in the day-to-day, -day, trying to get stuff off the ground, trying to trying to keep the faith. You know, and I don't mean that in a faithful kind of way. I, I mean was, as far as just trying to keep moving. I was singing about it earlier. I'm very tired. What's, go ahead. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of, like, people not being nice to each other. That's it. It seems like I'm such tired a... Of, I'm tired of people, like, seeing other people as needing to be treated differently or or even as enemies. I'm so... I'm so over it at this point. Like, I'm so... It feels like what I used to see in school and bullies bullying people. I remember... I remember... I, I That's remember... That's my point. The kids on my bus making fun of this girl because she was a short black fat girl. And I also remember literally like telling them, hey, this is not okay at all. And the reason it's the reason it's not okay is because that's another person. I saw that person like my mom. My mom's a short flat fat black lady. I, like one hundred percent. Like she used to tell me about how she used to get picked on and she, she got called on. dark dark skin and all the all the stuff. She she went and tried to like bleach her skin because she was feeling that bad. She said some girl came up to her with a purse, a black purse, and compared the skin tone. That's crazy. Like like it's crazy to me the levels that people go to be terrible to each other. It, it never the effort they put into it. It never ceases to amaze yeah, me. Yeah, the effort they put into just being... So, like... So here's what I had to do. I, I had to... So I've, I've made lots of mistakes in my life. I've not done it all, right? I get things wrong every day. But I opted for... A, if anything hurt me, I was never allowed to do that to somebody else. Right. I'm not saying I've kept that perfectly, but I've tried um, I'm terrible yeah. on that. I realized my hypocrisy the second it happened. And I'm like, dang it! All right. But in my head, one of the most compassionate things you can do is you have to get away from the hypocrisy. 
Yeah. You have to do unto others. You have to purge all the hypocrisy in your life and the way you act. And you have to, you got to yeah. call yourself. If, if you would call somebody else out for doing it to you. Yes. The most important don't thing to do, do is to call somebody else. Yeah. We, we take these lessons and instead of learning them, we go, aha, now I can do it to other people. Right, right. Because that's usually how it goes. Yeah. And the question is how, how do you overcome that? Because it seems like, I'm telling you, there isn't a religious group or text or philosophical group or psychologist. Or, no, it's really simple. All we need to do is treat each other like we want to be treated. I, I 100% don't ever want it to come across like I think I'm the best person ever. But I also don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to be... I don't want to be bad to people. I don't have the desire or the will to be not nice. I don't want to do that. I, I, I just want other people to not want to do I don't know if... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only person that wants to do better. And I know that's not true. I know for a fact that's not true. It can't be true. But it feels sometimes like mm -hmm. the rest of the world is... Like you're overwhelmed by a minute. Or something. Like, well, I don't know. No, the rest of the world feels... It, Okay, I've talked about it before. It feels like it feels like the world is anxious. Yeah. I see it in the kids. I see it in my freaking fish. You know, there's and a weird. Granted, like, granted, the energy is wrong. It could be. It could be the media and the, and maybe the things that I go to look at. Maybe the things that I give attention to. Maybe I give attention too much attention to the negative things. But I also. I also wonder how can you not give attention to the negative things when there's so many negative things to give attention to? I mean, I know that there's a lot of positive things in the world. I get that. I totally understand Maybe that. You get overwhelmed by the avalanche. But everything else is coming at me, and I'm like. You can't think about anything else when your nose is full of snot. I. Yeah. But yeah. Totally. You totally. can't. You can't breathe. You can't. Right. Just, it's so representative of yeah. where we are. You gotta read through your right mouth now. because of the fact that like your nose is it's, ruining you right now. It's how do you make? Yeah, like how do you think straight when your head is swollen? I don't know. I don't. You know, know that it, it. You look around and everything feels like a, a head cold. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like okay, can I just blow my nose and deal with this other stuff? <laughs> no, it's gonna fill right back up with this crap. Can I blow my nose and deal with this other stuff? No, you can't. You can't. Well, I always I always wonder if I if I think far too negatively or if I look too much into the negative. But it makes me wonder if you don't look at the negative, how do you fix it? I the, I think If you that, don't look at it, but you're I, not going to fix it. Like, and this is going to sound so counter to everything I've just said about the entire world. All you can do is start fixing at home. Yeah. You look in the mirror. Yes. And then you try and share that experience. Yes. So that in the hopes that someone, I don't know. I try, I try to be a better person to the people that I know just because of the fact that I hope that they would like to be better people to themselves and the other people that they know. Like, that's the best I got right now, unfortunately. And at the end of the day... We're two dudes who see stuff and have opinions on them. And, and we're, we're talking just trying about to figure it out. And we're just trying to figure it out. I also think that, like, there's other people that could be doing a better job at this. And I don't know why they're not. It just, 
Like. <laughs> John Stewart, Larry David, 2024. Maybe. Maybe that's what we need. That's, that's what we what need we right need. now. I want to normal like, and then when I say I want to normalize that, then people are like, "Well, yeah, but Zelensky's not a good guy." And I'm like, "Okay, I just meant comedians in general." Okay, I, I wasn't trying to make some statement about Zelensky. That I think there's something to be said for people who professionally call crap out. Yeah, let's elect those because what we're doing now isn't working. Yeah, it's not. And these guys that cross their arms and show me how they're not going to listen to anybody on their commercials. For those of you who know anything about body language, the idea of liking a guy that crosses his arms, that guy isn't going to listen to you. <laughs> basic, basic body language. This, he ain't there for you, he's there for him. He knows already what he's up to. No, I used to watch, I used to watch the ads for, for Obama, and I don't, I'm not even going to say that I agree with everything that Obama like wanted to get done. But what I will say is, them ads ma really made me believe that he wanted good things for the people that he was... I don't know, president over whatever, however that works. Yeah. It, just, it, just, it, seemed like, it seemed like to me he wanted good, better things for society. Right. I don't, it came across well, no, that I, way. I definitely you know? believe that the most cutthroat, least driven on what are we going to do, most driven on fear of the other side was the Clinton-Trump election. Mm. Forget the outcome and all of that. Yeah. But just it, it in was general, a it was, yeah. they were they were just attacking each other, and they would purpose like they would. <laughs> I remember watching MSNBC one time and watching them make fun of of some Republican ad, mm -hmm. and then I remember watching Fox News and watching them make fun of some Democratic ad, and I was like, you guys are doing the same thing. It's a shit show. You got what? I don't get it. You guys are just be not being nice to each other and claiming that you're the nice one. That's all you're doing. World's got a head cold. I want everyone to be nice to each other. Everyone. I don't. I don't care about like who I think is the best person to do this. I don't care about that. I care about are we being nice to each other. Well, what gets me is so when you get elected, do you go there and try and figure out what you can do to help, or do you get there with an agenda? Do you? You know, have you already been bought and paid for you, by the people that donated to you? Well, the thing is, the thing is, I always wonder, if you get to that stage, do you try and figure it out while you're there? Or do you try and figure it out before, and then you find out a bunch of information that has you conflicted, and now you don't know what to do? <laughs> like, well, but then communicate that. Like, I, thank you. Thank you. If, listen, okay, this, this, this is going to be my bid, right? For, okay. for like 20 years from now. Is it 20? No, 10 years, 10 years from now, because I'll be Go 15. Ahead. Anyways. Just talk. If I ever become president, okay. and I get up there, and I, I'm talking, and I'm like, oh yeah, I want this, 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 right? If I learn some stuff that that I, I never knew, and it completely changes my mind on what needs to be done, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna be like, hey, I learned some things in this yeah, past week. More of that. In this past week, that uh, alarmed me, you know, and uh, I'm gonna have to change up my strategy. I still want to figure out what's the best way to get things done and what's the best way to help people. You know, that's still gonna be my priority. Just things are a little bit more complicated from this side than I thought they were. Well, that I'm just gonna communicate that because the, the it feels like the first thing you learn as president is that you're not running it.
probably a there are these guys over here that have been doing this for 30 years and when you're gone they're going to be sitting over there too the whole point of the whole point of having a president at this point is that we point at somebody to blame a distraction in chief good ones will be more involved they'll try and get stuff done bad ones are just a clown so you don't notice what's going on It's a hard knock. I mean, meanwhile, we are not victims in this country. We live very well. Not to say everyone does. I don't mean it like that. But imagine, those of you out there, imagine $2 a day. Let's all be in Yemen today. Tell me how you're going to spend your eight quarters. No, we're going to go a lot further. A quarter might buy you a meal. Really? The average meal on the street was about 50 cents in Thailand. Taking people on dates in other countries. Anyway, anyway. No, do you know where you go for expensive <laughs> dates in Thailand? McDonald's prices are still the same. <laughs> it's like a fancy place to eat today. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I've heard that in China they dress up to go to McDonald's. I will be honest, the pizza was a pretty fancy looking restaurant on the inside. Really? Best pineapple on pizza you've ever had, though. I mean, that was fresh pineapple right there. For those of you who are opposed to pineapple on pizza, I eat pineapple on pizza in Bangkok. <laughs> that just sounds like some nasty Cosmo ad of what you're supposed to do. Guys, I love you all. My head is full of whatever it's full of. And we will be here tomorrow in the afternoon, Friday in the morning in the afternoon. I was so looking forward to, I was going to sit down with my friend Josh today and get some backstory on what I've been doing for the last year so we could start our stories project. Josh, I'm sorry, I was feeling, I'm feeling cruddy, but let's try and get that together. You said you had to leave on Sunday. You know what, I would love to get that going. The idea of us having another dimension where it's a little more in-depth on a person well, I think it'll be interesting. I hope that you're feeling better tomorrow, and I hope the world is less on fire tomorrow. Right? I think I think I'm going to upload some things and try and figure out my life. I think the reality is, if it looks like the world's on fire, and you realize you have a bucket of water in your hand, I think the right thing to do is throw the bucket of water at the world and try and put it out. I don't know how to... Like, and that's a lot of the debate. Does that mean I'm attached to that outcome? No, but I feel like the compassionate thing is I have to think about it. Not be attached to it, but... Yeah. But my head's a little congested today, so... I don't know. My head really feels... Between that and then... I always feel like I gotta pee ten times as bad, too. And my head doesn't feel good. Really? Yeah, like my whole body's going to... Going back to sleep, or you want to watch the thing? Oh, I wouldn't plan on that, but I'm planning on reacting tomorrow. Eventually, I'm going to do something.